Welcome to episode 247 of the Geeks for the Win podcast, the tech and gaming podcast from thegeeksforthewin.com, where we cover all things geeky. I'm your host, William McDonald, and I'm joined with my co-host, Stuart. Known across the internet as casual terror. Alrighty. I, um, I have no idea how that sounded. Probably awful. It it was pretty bad. Stuart's got a new program that he's I've got messing around with, and it might not show up i can make my voice go weird i don't know if it'll show up because on this recording because the audacity you're recording that separate so nope i'm i'm it's gonna hear what uh well you you hear okay oh that's gonna be interesting editing wise (laughs) um anyways uh we're back we skipped last week because i was out of town I was at Pack South, and Stuart really didn't want to you know, do a show. A, well, I I did a stream. Still not a podcast a show. No, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> I did a lot live streams. But um, so yeah, we're back. Um, not a lot of news, really. Nope, nope, none, none that we found that was interesting at all. Like, oh, here's something: Doom Collector's Edition, May thirteenth. It's when I guess the release and there's a one twenty collector one hundred and twenty dollar collector's edition. Great. You know. Oh, there's a Uncharted Four special PS four console coming out. Fantastic. I mean it it's news, but it's not worth talking about. Here are the top ten games on YouTube for January. Yeah, so there's there's a lot of stuff that's just not worth talking about, but we got games we've been playing that's worth talking yes. about. Stuart, what have you been up to? What have you got? Well, since you were at PAX, you couldn't play a certain game that went uh, open beta. I played a little bit. Oh, you did play a little bit. Okay. I played a li- I played like 15, 20 minutes at Knox's house. Okay. Uh, the Division. Uh, I can finally talk about it now. I, I, you know, it, it's, that game is going to be fun. I'm going to enjoy myself with that game. Um, there wasn't a whole lot to the beta. Like, there wasn't a whole lot you could do. Um, there was basically one story mission, and then that was it. There was a bunch of side missions you can do. Like, a, you know, a, maybe five or six, and then a bunch of events, or kind of, I don't know what you call them, but, like, collectibles that you can come across. Like you can come across, like, cell phone uh, recordings, um, laptop plans for a thing, and then you can go to the dark zone. Although I didn't That's really figure out what the controversy to do. right there that I've been see- that I saw you know posts on the internet and people I saw people talking about it you know in our community well, you, you and could stuff go to like the dark, that. Dark zone. No, I mean the whole dark zone in itself. There was nothing there. I mean what the and- dark zone is, like. A lot of people are kind of weary about it. A lot of people well, that's, are that, that's, thinking... That's kind of the thing. They're like not said, even going to go nothing, near it. There was nothing there. Well, and... I, the Dark Zone is the is a multiplayer mode where you can lose your actual gear you take with you. Not that you take into it. Only the stuff you pick up in it. Is that true? Because I've been hearing... That is true. No. Okay. I've been hearing that it you is the can gear lose that you pick up. stuff that you take in. Okay. No, and and you only lose Dark Zone bucks. Let's call it that. 
you don't you use like the currency you there's two separate types of of currency there's credits and there's dark zone credits and you you can lose dark zone credits in it in uh, in the dark zone and you can lose the gear that you pick up but you, you when you pick up um the gear you go to an extraction point when you extract that gear that gear is now yours it is no longer considered public gear and you can like like when you pick up gear there's like a little almost like a duffel bag kind of on on your backside so other players can see oh he has gear we can we can kill him and take his gear okay and um if you, if you shoot somebody um who is non non hostile you you flag yourself as rogue and you go red so you so people can see you and know to avoid you or like like hide in a corner and let, like let, watch you run, run by and stuff like that yeah i know there's a there i know there was some people very like was very weary about the dark zone and are i i, I don't know i was told it was you could lose whatever gear you take in, so you have to be weary of nope. what you bring. No. Now, I I never actually su- successfully extracted uh, gear from the Dark Zone, so I don't. I I'm not 100 percent sure if you keep it. I might have lied a minute ago. Um, but like I I was killed multiple times, but only dropped what I had picked up while I was there. Okay, I know you do get gear out of it. It's like one of the best ways to get gear. That's what I've heard. Uh, yeah, but well, like I said, there was there was nothing there. Like I'm not sure if there's supposed to be missions there. Oh, I'm sure they're not going to put everything what? in there. Yeah, right now because it was just the there beta. was like I found you know a, a couple times I came across you know in, NPCs, which is where you get the gear from. But that was it. That was all that was there. That and other other players. Yeah, and they're gonna have an open beta. I think I've heard that was it. No, no, th- I mean, I, this was this a game, closed this, beta. This game comes out in March. I Obviously, you haven't seen. I've heard reports that later this month they're going to have an open, open beta. This one you needed invites for, you know, right, whether yeah. you pre-order or not. But I've heard that there was going to be another one later this month. Let me see if I can find it. I know they well they they did extend this a day. Yeah, they, they did. They they kind of really opened the floodgates for for that for that one day as well. Like they uh, invited a lot more people. Yeah, here's a GameSpot article: The Division open beta coming this month. Report says. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at games right radar. Sixteenth through the twenty first. It's still a rumor. Yeah, hopefully it's true because I'd like to play more of it yeah i, I was kind of disappointed that um there was there wasn't more in it i was expecting more in it than the alpha i know i'm not supposed to talk about the alpha but well, the content that was in it was the exact same content. they did they did some tweaks i did notice that uh, a lot of bugs that i encountered were fixed well that's good to hear so like there was a like you could when you picked up gear you could mark you could mark it as trash so when you went to a vendor, you could just sell it, just sell, just sell all your trash with the button click before uh, it would, as soon as you left the, me- the, the menu, it would unmark un- itself. So that was fixed. That was nice. Um, yeah, I'm, I, 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 I want to play the full game now. I've, I've played two tests and I'm ready for the full, full game. 
What platform are you picking this up on? Xbox One. Okay, that's good to hear. I know. Pre-ordered already. Awesome. I know there's a lot of people picking up for Xbox One, but there are some stubborn people like Larry Blue Man Rule from OFR who's getting it on the PC. I don't know if I'd go for the PC. Well, hopefully they have. There were some, uh, I call them hacks, but Ubisoft kind of left the door open for cheaters. Yeah, that's a I've, that's I've seen a lot of those articles. Yeah, um, I th- they he, I think he got it like cheap, you know, cheaper because a lot, you know, PC games now you can get them, you know, mm-hmm. thirty five bucks before they even come out, stuff like that. But something like this, I I mean, I'd want to spend the extra money to get the Xbox version because I know you're gonna have it. Knox is mm-hmm. gonna have it. Ace is gonna have it. You know, a lot. There's gonna be a lot of people in the you know, our, you know, gaming community who are who's going to have it on the Xbox One, and right, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to play this solo. So, the only person I no, know and... who's picking this up on PC is Larry or Blue Man Rule from OFR. That's the only person I know. Who's... And that's really funny because I I played with him in the alpha on the Xbox One. Yeah, he told me about that. But yeah, there was there was there was you know. The game can be kind of hard, and you do want friends with you. Exactly. I mean, that that's the whole selling point for me, is this whole, you know, co-op, big, shared world type. Because it's not an MMO, you know, it's kind of like how Destiny is. It's not, not an MMO, it's a share, shared world exp- yeah. experience. Yeah. Um, But it seems to, it seems a lot better. I mean, it seems to actually have content. It does. So yeah, that's 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 kind of where I'm. You know, Division is like like Destiny, only with content. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I mean, I probably could get it for like thirty five bucks on you know like CDKeys dot com or something like that. You know, right? But I mean, there's just so many people I know who's picking it up on Xbox One, and I want to have people to play it on Xbox One. Yeah. Yeah. You know? There's not a lot of people I know who's picking it up on PC, so it's just how it is. Um, uh, CD Keys has it for forty bucks right now, but you know mm. there's probably cheaper deals if you look around. I know like Logitech, like they they have a deal where like if you buy a keyboard from them, you get the division for free. It, cool. So if anyone's in in the market for a new like gaming keyboard, you know I'd Google that and try to find that deal. No, I mine's mine's pretty good. It's it's old, but it's it's functional. It my, works. Mine's pretty good too, but mine is a Logitech. So so is mine. So that's you know I would recommend Logitechs, Logitech keyboards if you're in the mar- if anyone's mm-hmm. in the market. So anyways, yeah, d- the division it it felt good. Um, the cover system feels a little clunky. You have to get used to it. Um, because when you go into cover and you want to move to a, to another point of cover, you hold the A button down, and that and that took me a while to, to figure out. You hold it down, and then you can run all the way there. Okay. Um, but yeah, the the cover system. I, I heard it um, compared to gears, and I agree. It's gears only. You don't feel like you weigh a hundred pounds. No, you don't feel like you weigh a hundred. Take that back. You you feel like you weigh a hundred pounds. Yeah. Not five hundred. I, I I say cl- I say clunky as in like I felt like I was stumbling trying to 
get from one cover to the other cover, you know, trying to progress through the section I was at fighting the enemies. Yeah, it, it, it takes some time to, to get used to a little bit. Um, and also you got to realize when you're in cover, you are not, you're not, um, you, you, you may not be safe. Because uh, there's there's a couple times, you know, I got into cover and there was a part of my body that was sticking out and the enemy could, could shoot, shoot that. Yeah. And they were. Or they could toss a grenade and it's like, crap, where, how do I, yeah. how do I run? What's the quickest way to get out of there? Like... Double tap A. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, I got about 15 minutes worth. It was just a, you know, oh, hey, Will, you haven't had a chance to play this. Knox hands me his Halo controller and his Halo, uh, (laughs) his Halo Astro headset. Or Master Chief (laughs) controller and Master Chief headset, I should say. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, this seems about right. But Uh, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, so I got, I got a little time with it. Um, they had it on the. They had it certain places on the showroom floor at Pack South. You know, like I saw. I saw Knox tweet a picture of Twitch. Yeah, the Twitch there. booth had it and stuff like that. Um, but to be honest, I'm not gonna. I wasn't gonna spend time on something like that, which I'm, you know, ninety percent sure I'm gonna pick up and and end up playing versus stuff that you know I'd never heard of that. I was trying to get coverage for so, right. But yeah, it the the shooting shooting felt pretty good. Yeah, it does. Um, I'm I'm still trying to figure out what the point of having a scope not as, not really a scope but sights on your weapon in the 3D in the a third person shooter is. I I don't know. Yeah, I think that because yeah, I, I was I was picking like you know like ACOG sights, red dot sights. Like I'm third person. Yeah, I think that would be my biggest complaint is third person because I don't like third person as much as first. I really like first person if I could choose. Um, yeah, I think I would go first person as well. But I know with 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 a game like this, um, it's sometimes nice to see your see your character because you can you know change how the character looks. Um, like you can pick up like you know. Uh, the gear that you see and wear are cosmetic only. The gear that you pick up that does like stats and stuff, you don't you don't particularly see. Although you you might, there are a couple things you you do see, but like you know your jacket, your your pants, your shoes, your hat, those are all cosmetic only that you can find. Okay. Yeah, I I you know I'm fine with third person, but if I could choose, I like first person. It's just you know it's. The playstyle I'm used to the most. Yeah, I I get that. I get that. But yeah, uh, I really do hope there's an open beta in like a week, two weeks, week and a half, whenever you know. This rumored, you know, it was uh, the 16th through the 21st. I think the rumor was. Hopefully that's yeah. hopefully that's true because I'd love to get a chance to get more, you know, used to the gameplay of it. Because like I said, I. I can't even remember the last third-person shooter I played. Warframe. I guess that's true. Yeah, but <laughs> Warframe. I can tell you. Warframe just moves so just moves so smoothly. But I mean, I, I guess I should. I guess I should clarify on this third-person cover system, like a Gears. I think Gears was like the last one. Gears Three probably was the last game I played because I never I never played the Uncharted games. No, neither neither did I. 
So I think Gears 3 was the last like third person with this type of cover system. And so anyways, anything else, Stuart? Uh, yeah, I started playing um, the latest Tales game, uh, Tales of Zestria, on PC. I'm really liking it. I'm. This is the second Tales game that I've played. Um, the first one I played was um, Tales of Symphonia on the PlayStation Three. Um, I the combat. I'm. I'm. I, it took took me a while to get used to because it's a. Uh, it's an action style com- combat, but it's still, you know, it's still a J- JRPG. And, you know, it's, you know, like many, many JRPGs. The world is in danger. Only one person can save us. The chosen one. And it's you. <gasps> and you didn't even know it. Yeah, it's one of those. But I like those. So. Okay. Um, I will say this. And I, I tweeted this out as well. I don't know what water temples have done to Japanese game developers to make the the water levels, water temples, trials, whatever you whatever you call them in your particular Japanese game, so fucking annoying. And here's what I mean in ta- in this Tales game. Okay, the, you go into the water temple, and there are these eyes on the wall. And you can see kind of where, where they're, they're looking because there's kind of eye tiles on the floor. And if you step on them, you get teleported back to the beginning of the dungeon. Now, imagine you're on the 7th or ninth floor. And you accidentally just walk through a door without thinking and, oops, stepped on, stepped on, back to the beginning of the dungeon. Fuck you. It was annoying as hell. Sounds like it could be, pr- yeah. And then, of course, the next, you know, the next uh, elemental dungeons I had to do, fucking breeze. The water temple. Fuck that thing. Yeah, I'm liking it. Oh, that's good. Uh, There's there's this thing that, um, uh, kind of, um, where two characters can actually kind of fuse together for, for, like, the duration of the fight and become, like, a new person, basically. You know, like, there's... The, the different kinds of type of attacks you can do, you know, there's three different styles of attacks, and of course they're all rock, paper, scissors each other, you know, and this one trans, you know, enables you to be able to do another one that, you know, this one couldn't do, but this one could, and this one can't do it now, but, you know, that kind of thing. And it's probably got one of the most rocking intros ever, and because I got me a new toy, I can actually play play for you now. Just listen to the first couple, couple, couple seconds of it. Alright, that's enough. God, man, that's it's pretty. That's a rockin' anthem, right it, there. It is. Sounds pretty good. That is an anthem. And that's really all. All I've been playing. Okay. Um, I, no, I, I lied. Okay. I take that back. I played an MMO that came out over the past week. Um, it's a Korean MMO that uh, was recently released over here called Soul and Blade, or Blade and Blade and Soul. One of the two. It is Blade and Soul, and it's 
it's an MMO. I'm, that's all I'm going to say. It's an MMO. But it's got a, a unique style of movement. Um, it, you, you shift to like do like a sprint, and you sprint really fast. And while you're sprinting, if you hit the jump, you jump, like, think Hidden Tiger, you know, style of, uh, you know, on wires type of acrobatics type of thing. You can do that stuff. So you jump up, like, you know, 100 feet in the air, and then if you press space again, you, you do this kind of a glide that you you might see in, you know, Asian entertainment. Uh, and it's kind of unique. I've, I've not really seen seen before, so I thought that was kind of cool. It's It's free. So, why not? Okay. I think I've heard of this. I think I saw it on some press release, maybe. Sounds familiar. I know, for for, for, for a while I kept thinking, like, what is... Because it says it's Blade and Soul, so I was like, what does this have to do with Mountain Blade? Because, you know, it's got Blade in the title, so I was, I was com- combining the two in my head. Gotcha, yeah. And there couldn't be anything different. But I'm still waiting on my, you know, other Korean MMO to come to be officially released out here. Yeah, the the Black Black Desert. Desert yeah. Online, okay. Which did get a finally a actual release date, which is next month, end of next month, I think. So it's gonna be that end of the division for a while. Okay. Um. So that's it for you. That is it for me. Okay. Let's see. Let me try to think of all the stuff I've played um let's start with um Larry and I had uh we had uh schedule appointments interviews you know play sessions stuff like that um there was one where it was actually off it was not at the convention center it was at a hotel a little further down you know like maybe half a mile away it happens yeah, they. I guess they just couldn't get you know a booth for whatever reason, so they were just like, uh, oh, well, let's just, you know, let's let's get a hotel and you know, uh, take advantage of people be all you know all these all this press being in this area, right? So, um, this the where's the card at? Um, it was it Cal- Calypso Media Digital whatever, but the first game is. Excubitor? I think that's yeah, Excubitor. Uh, God bless you. Um this Excubitor is a it's it's a oh it's what's the it's a like a over the top shooter, like you know, you're flying around in a ship shooter game, but there are aspects of tower defense because you're able to set also set up you know certain towers you're able to you have to you know micromanage your energy and you know like uh you know you have to build stuff to create more energy stuff like you know typical tower defense aspects of you know that tower defense games have um but you're also able to you know roam around it's not you're not just stuck tower defense so it's kind of a hybrid you know um mm-hmm. the some of these levels uh we saw like a kind of a indoor almost space area like level um which it's just like okay this is just another like space you know space themed game then they they brought us to this like outdoor water type level which just looked amazing i don't i'm trying to see if there's any 
because I, I gave you the link to their like Steam. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching the, uh, the 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 trailer right now. Yeah, I don't think the water level we saw is in any of these. Talking about bumping music, this also has some bumping music in this trailer. Yeah, um, it it looked really good. It's a single player. It's I it think it's. It's either partial or full controller support because they had control, you know, they had a controller that they were using um, to, you know, show off the game and let uh, Larry got a chance to play it. Um, but we didn't get a video interview with them because it was like one guy and I guess uh, a PR handler and she kind of left. So we were just like, you know, she left shortly after and we were kind of <laughs> like, uh, okay, but. You know, it was more of a sit down. They talked to us and they told us, "Oh, yeah, we'll we'll send you builds of the game so you can check them, check it out and stuff like that." So I'm I'm kind of excited about that. Um, it's Excubitor, E X C U B I T O R. Um, I know Larry was really kind of excited about that. The other game that they showed off in that, you know, it was a hotel room. You know, it was a small hotel room, but you know, not not like at a cheap hotel or anything, but the other game they showed off was Upwards Lonely Robot, um, which are this orb, this ball, whatever you know you want to call it, and you you go up this tower. Um, there it you know there's different floors, but there are you know some parts of the floors that are you know missing or cut off and that's how you you know navigate um you this game i really liked it was very interesting because you had to you know you had so much energy to keep moving and you could Mm -hmm. collect fruit and stuff like that to get more energy but you had to keep going before your energy ran out because if you were too slow you could you know run out of energy and then that would be it so it was kind yeah. of it, it kind of had a you know reaction you know your, your reaction field to it where you had to keep going and you had to make sure you you know avoided the you know avoided the bad guys as well but you had to keep going because if you didn't your energy would run out and then it'd be over with so it wasn't just a you know just keep going as quick as you can you also had to you know react to oh crap there's an enemy right there um there were like these the the what we saw the enemies were like these creatures that were on the platforms and then this stuff that dripped from the platforms above so you know kind of like acid like i I would get i would say it it was kind of like an acid that would drip and it would it would hurt harm you and uh, you know it would also slow you down so for this they had a like endless mode you know where you just keep going as see as far as you could get they had a versus mode where you know uh lo- i think it's local co-op only which kind of sucks but uh uh larry and i both got to play it out it was pretty fun um and then they have like a story mode where you know you could you you have to each level you have to go so far and it ends each level with some kind of narrative at at the end of it you know a little little narrative to progress the story um it's gonna be leaderboards um this it it seems like a really fun game i really out of the two i really thought this was enjoyable i mean 
this was the only one I got to play, so maybe that has something to do with it. <laughs> um, maybe. But it, you know, it, it, it seems simple, but, you know, simple but fun. Like, a lot of these games we're seeing now, they seem on the, on the, ba- on the, you know, initial impression, they seem to be something simple, nothing too complex, but when you actually get to it, you know, it's like the, 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 the description. Simple to play, but difficult to master, pretty much. That's their, just the opening description of it on their Steam page, which this game has not come out yet. It's supposed to come out, uh, in the next few months, I think next few months okay. to summertime. Um, like I said, hope with these two games I've been talking about, they are supposed to send us builds of them and hopefully I can like stream them maybe, or make a video, or, you know, quick look video, something. I don't know. I just got to wait to see, but, um, yeah, those two games were shown to us, you know, off, you know, off the convention site. So, figured i'd get those out of the way um let's see what are the other ones um another game that um where you play as an orb or a ball or whatever you want to call it um there's actually a couple games like that weirdly enough um where your character's just like this orb or a ball or you know spherical but okay um is is this is this the the year of the ball then that's what i was talking to larry about i'm like you know because <laughs> you know what last year was the year of like this space shooting space shooters you know you know the, then we had the year of the bow a couple years ago where it was like laura croft R- cr- crisis yeah, huh? um so there's a couple other games but yeah um so th- there was there was a couple where you were like a ball or an orb or whatever um I say orb because, you know, we have so many people who l- would love to take the, the, if I just use the term ball, you play as a ball, they would love to spin that and make that into something that's not. So I've been, you know, we did a, like, we did like a group podcast, um, which that should be going up in the next few days on YouTube and stuff like that. But I, when I talk about it, I make sure to say orb first because, you know. You have people like you know Fadios and others who would, Fadios, yeah, yeah. yeah. his him it was the you know first he came to mind. Yeah, so you, when you're when you're with people like that, you have to be careful what words you use. Right. So, uh-huh. um, this one was called Marble Mountain. Um, I don't know if they have like a website or anything. Um, looking up this now. This was a VR game, and uh, it was we it was you it was used they were showing off the HTC Vive with this one and it was interesting um you play we played with a controller um with the Vive which they were like oh it's glasses friendly you can you know you don't have to take off your glasses and i was like uh okay i was having difficulty you know putting <laughs> the thing on you know with I my gl- glasses so it it was kind of comfortable I guess. I mean, it's still, you know, but anyways, um, oh God, Stuart. Anyways, um, <laughs> you, you, you play as this like marble that, and you have to like navigate going down. The, the position is over the top, you know, kind of like looking down on, uh, looking, looking down and you move the marble in certain you have to move the marble across the various things, you know, platforms, 
you know, like it mostly like, you know, green mountainy, you know, that's the name Marble Mountain. Um, and th- there are bridges you have to go across and you have to go down certain slopes and stuff like that. Um, it was really weird because whenever you had to turn, the camera angle seemed like it, like the, the with the VR, the camera angle, whenever you had to make a sharp turn or something, or the, it would just seem like the camera angle switching would like hit you in the face almost. So it was a okay. it was a very weird feeling of you know when you're moving around everything's cool fine and then the camera angle you know moves and it's kind of like you kind of move your head because it looks like you know it's coming right at you it's about to hit you so that was a little little weird little wonky um very interesting though a very simple simple game um. I think I upset them, or I think I kind of made the developers a little mad because I finished. Don't, don't do that. I finished. Well, I finished it really quickly. Like Larry went first. He had some issues. You know, he fell off a few times and stuff like that. And and then it was like, oh, it's your turn. And I'm like, okay. And I finished it like super quick. And then I took <laughs> off the glasses, and the developer kind of looked a little upset. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Um, I I could do it again if you want. Like I I did the suit. I finished it maybe half the time as Larry, almost almost half the time. <laughs> maybe a little longer than half, but yeah, I I I I I got through pretty quick, and I felt kind of bad about it. But um, we do have an interview from them, so that should be going up. You know, I'm editing the videos, uploading um stuff like that. Uploading's the biggest time factor, though. Yep. Yep. Because even though these are like five, six minute long videos, they're like a gig each. Because it's, you know, 1080p HD. Right, they're going to they're gonna look pretty. They're going to look pretty good. Yeah, definitely. And the sound quality was amazing, I've got to say. I really, <laughs> I was really pleased with the, the setup this year. Because um, I went to a wireless mic system. Instead of having to, you know, keep track of a mic cable that's like 15 uh-huh. feet long. You know, because that was a kind of a pain in the butt. So I got this cheap little. I I can see that. I got this cheap little, you know, two boxes. One's a receiver. One's a transmitter. You plug the mic into it, and then you plug the you plug the you know receiver into the camera. Pretty simple. I wasn't sure how well the quality was going to be, but it turned out a lot better than I could have hoped for, especially for the price of what it cost. Because I got it pretty cheap. I mean, you look on Amazon, there's some wireless mic systems that are like almost $200. I did not, I did not get one of those, (laughs) but, um, so yeah, Marble Mountain, we'll have a, we have a review on that. I think that was our first review of the day, first or second, but, um, there was that, uh, let's see, what are some of the other games, uh, a game that. I saw and I was kind of like we pa- I passed by a couple times. I was a little intrigued and we didn't get an interview with them because they were really crowded. Like it was they were really packed and the guys seemed re- the, the the you know the couple guys there seemed really nice and they seemed really overwhelmed and I was talking to them and gave them my card and was like, "Yeah, I'd love to be on any kind of PR mailing list you might have, and they were looked at me like we do not have anything like that. <laughs> might want to look into it. 
Yeah. So I was like, okay, okay. Yeah. They were like, we have a website. And I'm like, okay. But, you know, uh, it's called, where is it? I thought I had it up on. It's called Alice in Tokyo Wonderland. This is kind of a Devil May Cry, God of War, hack and slash type game. Um, I got some gameplay footage, um, that I'm gonna, like, I guess narrate over it or whatever, do something with, um, of a, of a boss battle that looked really kind of cool. Um, the game looks, looks gorgeous. Um, I don't know. This is supposed to also come out, this is supposed to come out, like, in the summer, they said. Um, after looking, I, after doing some research, you know, post pack south um looks like they had a kickstarter and they barely reached their goal which was a thousand dollars really yeah so i i don't know like it looks it looks i don't know how long this game will be but it looks it looks really pretty um uh okay yeah I, if you look uh if you let me give you... yeah I'm, I'm watching the uh trailers now yeah it looks a lot prettier than what's in the trailer because obviously this was you know, what was this project was funded? That can't be right. It says this project will be funded on March 2nd, 2016. Oh, okay, so no, the Kickstarter is still going. That's weird. Maybe they launched it at... The, the, see, they didn't even mention that when I was, you know, talking to the main guy. But the cool thing about this was the the guy, um, his na- the, the, the head, his name was President. Um, okay. Which he, he he was like, yeah, weird, I know, my name's President. And I'm like, actually, I went to school with a guy named President. His last name was Jackson, so. Uh, and, uh, so, you know. that That's odd. Yeah, what's, what's, what's even odder is his older brother was named Emperor. True story. The guy I went to school with, not this, not the dev for Alice in Tokyo Wonderland. But, um, back on this, it was supposed to be a comic book, which is pretty interesting and it's it's that's a different meat medium yeah he the 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 guy was like yeah i was wanting to do a comic book and then i kind of decided well video games and i'm like okay because yeah but um it i mean that's i think that's the reason why it looks it looks pretty gorgeous like even you know in this trailer it looks i i think it looks amazing and it's very stylized yeah, yeah and hopefully there will be like a comic book, you know, companion or something, you know, to it. I hope. But um yeah, this was just like in the very back, you know, in in the indie section, very back, small booth, but there was a, always a lot of people around this. Um they they had a few, they I think they had like 3 TVs where people were playing it and stuff like that. Um you know, there's combos, you know, combo counters, stuff like that. It's, you know, it's a hack and slash. Yeah. And, um, so I'm very interested in this, um, Alice in Tokyo Wonderland. It's on Kickstarter right now. So if anyone's interested, check it out. Definitely check out the, at least check out the trailer and stuff like that. Yeah. There, there, there is a, the Steam page. Oh, there, yeah, there, there is. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was the that was the first thing that came up when I uh, when I typed it in. Okay, yeah, but they were saying this they were saying this was gonna come out about you know around um summertime. So which I 
when they were saying, oh, we don't even have a PR, you know, it's like we don't, they don't have a PR mailing list or anything like that. I was kind of like, oh, they're, this must be like something early on, you know, but, and then <laughs> this is indie. <laughs> and then when they said, oh no, it's coming out this summer. And I was like, it's a lot farther along than I thought, I guess, you know, if it's coming out in the summer, but, um, yeah, it's uh, lo- lo- looking at the Kickstarter, it looks like it's built on Unreal Engine 4, so that's another reason why it looks pretty good. Um, but it, Yeah, un- Unreal Engine 4 looks gorgeous. Yeah, um, let's see. It's, you take control of Alice, a student in Tokyo, Japan, who accidentally follows her rabbit into Wonderland. So, you know, it's what you think. Yeah, fight the evil ge- geisha queen of hearts. Yeah, so it it looks interesting. I've I'm not a I I like hack and slashes, but I'm not like the biggest fan of hack and slashes. Like I don't play every single one I can, but something about this just walking by it a couple times kind of got my attention and I kind of wish we could have gotten an interview with them, but you know, it is what it is, but I like I said I do have some gameplay footage of like a boss battle. So excited about that. Uh posting that up one way or another so definitely look 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 out for that um a lot of videos you know interviews stuff like that coming on our youtube page so definitely be sure you're subscribed to that uh let's see another game uh lightfall i don't know if you've heard of that Mm -mm. um apparently this was shown last year i think at pax south i think i i don't remember but um, this is a platformer game, another platformer game, you know, hey, because that seems to be what 90% of indie games are. Right. But it has a... That and uh, and pixelated. Well, yeah, you gotta be pixelated, but um, this this Lightfall is, is fairly interesting. I got, we got an interview, I got some gameplay footage of it also. Um, it has an interesting, I guess mechanic where you're able to create this like block so you can use it for like you know you can create a block jump on to create another block jump on stuff like that you or you can use it to interact with the world stuff like that um it it looks it looks it looks pretty you know it's kind of one of those artsy style indie games i don't know if you're looking at it or not reminds me a little bit of uh limbo just, just because of the shadow. Yeah, that's what I was. It, 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 it does the shadow thing. That's what I would say. Yeah, but um, this is coming out. I think for everything. Maybe I don't know, but I, I can't remember when they said this was coming out. But um, we did. Like I said, we got some gameplay footage. Uh, then we got an interview with it. It looks, you know, it, it, it looks good. It looks like a nice, you know fun little indie game um let's see i'm looking through all my business cards i got to see what was next uh that 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 um there was what was it um there was a there was this one i'm trying to think of the name it was hazard something or something hazard um dukes of no that is nowhere near close. <laughs> um, let me see. Do I have the Pack South app? Um, the, the, it, 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 uh, while I'm trying to look look this up, it was it's this um, kind of realistic 
shooter shooter game that we played on PC. Um, it it it, it it was we were playing this we were playing a multiplayer mode. I think it was like two two v two four v something like that. Um, where you're you not only do you have to capture a control point, but you also have to worry about zombies. Of course, and of course, and of course, you know, sh- I think shooting your gun and stuff like that attracted zombies towards you, stuff like that. So it 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 was interesting. It wasn't a cooperative, you know, uh, kill you know kill the zombies game or just a standalone, you know, two v two objective game. It was kind of a mix between that. You know, you had to you know you had to worry about the other team, but you also had to worry about the zombies at the same time. Um, type would be trying to find this name. I don't know if I got a card from them or not. I think maybe they only gave one to Larry because, unfortunately, being the camera guy, I don't get a lot of you know attention as much as he does. Even though, right? Uh-huh. Even though it's my equipment, and there wouldn't even be the video interview without me because it was my equipment. <laughs> they don't care about that. They don't care about the camera guy. Uh, was it moving hazard? I think that's it. Moving hazard. Yeah. Here we go. Um, let's see. Put that in the Skype chat for you. Yeah, moving hazard. Um, it looked pretty good. It played really well PC wise. Um, which um, every zombie is your weapon. Yeah, the, and there were there were grenades where you were able to like throw down. They kind of kind of were like the boomer bile, you know, where zombies would just run towards it. Okay. Stuff like that. Um, seemed interesting. Um, looks looks decent. I mean, looks sim. It looks like a similar, you know, looks like a typical military shooter game. I would say, but with zombies. Yeah, but it has zombies. Um, this I it. But not Call of Duty zombies. No, no, these are like fast-paced it's zombies. A, it's a competitive shooter. Yeah, like I said, you know, you got the you you have to worry about the zombies, but you also have to worry about the other team and your objective. Right. And so it's it's very interesting. I don't know if there's any other game that's kind of doing that at the moment. It seems like they're always either or, you know. Right. Yeah. So it's it's very interesting. Um, it played well on the PC. Um, you know, I I had no problems, you know, playing through it at all. I think Blue might have because he's not a keyboard mouse guy, which is very weird because he's it's odd. He's choosing to play games on PC, but he's not a keyboard mouse guy. So, but I'm not. I'm just I'm just messing around. But sounds a bit like you. Hey, hey, when I have to, I'll use mouse and keyboard. <laughs> I have no problem with that. When I think, uh, I, yeah, I, I'll use mouse and keyboard. I have no problem with that. I have, I, I, when we've played certain PC games, I think like the, what was it? The roller derby disco dodgeball or robot. Right, yeah. You, that's, that's too fast to play with the controller. Exactly. Stuff like that. I'll, I'll, I'll play, you know, like this I played and it seemed the mouse was, you know, the being precise with the mouse definitely had its advantage. I could see where playing with a controller would be kind of not as good. So, it's 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 interesting, but um yeah, we I think we had an interview with them for this as well. 
This looks pretty interesting because we all know I love zombies, but this isn't just zombies. This is, you know, zombies kind of, it's kind of Romero style where zombie, it's not a zombie, really a zombie story. It's the just, you know, the zombies are just in the background while you're doing other just, stuff. Just from kind of the way it looks, I'm getting like a Counter-Strike with if there was zombies on the map. I could see that. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. It looks fun. I'm, I'm excited to check this out and, you know, maybe, uh, I can't remember when they said this was going to release. Like we've had so many games, a lot, a lot of games, a lot of these companies said, you know, by summer. So it's kind of hard to keep track of which one said that, but let's see. Lightfall, that, that, move that. Um, we saw this game called Happy Chess, which was like a mobile game uh, that helps teach you how to play chess. Okay. Like whenever the we have an interview with it and kind of a they kind of show a little bit of it off. Um, whenever you, whenever your character or whenever like you move a character and he looks like he you know he's by himself, he kind of gets upset. But when you bring another piece over. He, you know, switches his emotions, so kind of the character's emotions and stuff like that kind of helps, I guess, teach you how to play chess. I, I don't, I've never really been into chess, honestly. I suck at chess. I think that's why I've never been into chess, because I'm not, I've never really been that great with chess, so. Like, I, I, I know how to play, that's, I suck wholeheartedly at it yeah we saw we also saw super or no we saw street fighter 5 of course that's pc and ps4 only mm, yeah um unfortunately uh which i i don't know I, I i keep saying why don't they at least make street fighter 4 or super street fighter 4 or whatever some iteration of that backwards compatible for xbox you know Make it backwards compatible for Xbox One and have uh, some sale where, you know, it's like five or ten bucks. You know how much money they would get from that? Right. Because I, 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 I mentioned that to, you know, our, our group who was there and everyone was like, yeah, I'd probably buy it for five, ten bucks, you know, so we could have game nights again on it and stuff like that. And I have a digital copy of it and all that. And I'm like, yeah, it's just, you know. We understand you can't have you made a deal and can't have Street Fighter Five on Xbox One, but you know, I don't know if the I don't think the deal involved previous games, but it looks pretty good. Um, they had a few tur they had like multiple tur they had a couple tournaments every day there. Uh, Nox's brother actually placed second in one of the tournaments. Really? So that was kind of cool. Um, damn, they had the they had their top of the line arcade sticks there as well on every single machine. I think they had 16, no. They they had a bunch of machines. They had over I think at least 12 different, you know, stations where they were playing the game and then they had one in the middle that was um hooked up to a big giant screen, you know, that's where they did like the tournaments from and stuff like that. Um so it looked pretty good. Um one thing I have to say about Pack South, though, they had a lot of repeats from last year. Um, they had uh, what was it? They they had Knights Night Squad was there, which that is already out. It was free on Games with Gold, right? 
they had um what else they had uh brawlhalla i don't know if you know about that game i remember that you, you you talk about that game i remember yeah that. which you know that was out last year pack south um they had you know they 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 had a few uh, they had uh dreadnought uh gray goo which are other games that they had last year at pack south um those are more of you know those aren't necessarily indie those are more larger scale games but you know still repeats from last year um what else did they elite dangerous was there again of course because i guess that game technically hasn't fully released it was a little disappointing i don't think it has no. it's a little disappointing because one they didn't have their vr set up there which uh-huh. i was trying to get larry to you know experience because that was you know the my first vr experience and it was really amazing they didn't have that and then you know we couldn't larry couldn't even get a session with them because they was just they were so busy and then you know we had to reschedule appointment we had with them and then we came and the guy wasn't there and then you know we come back when they said to come back and you know the guy's there but they already have people at the stations and it was kind of crazy um also saw this what was it um i told you about and i gave you i sent you the link it it's a card game that's supposed to teach you japanese so that's that's something um yeah there there just there seem to be a lot of repeats and not a lot of the big you know studios that i mean last year there was a lot of big studios there since it was the first pack south but mm-hmm. some of the big ones weren't there this year which has me a little concerned um because you know if this is already the second year and i think pax east's second year there was a lot more you know a lot more than a lot less so i i don't know whether it's you know i don't know whether it's just a bad time of the year maybe they need to do it a different time of the year maybe they just they just heard that i I wasn't able to make to make it this year as well. Yeah. So um, they, just, they just decided, <laughs> no, we, Stuart, Stuart can't go, so well, we might, might not as well show up. You're, you're funny. Um, but <laughs> I, I don't know if it's the time of the year or whether it's the area, because I think it should be in Dallas, honestly, because it, as far as travel goes, it's a lot easier to get to Dallas because Dallas, you know, Dallas-Fort Worth International is a, you know, is a, is a hub. You know, so it's a lot cheaper yeah. to it's a lot cheaper to fly there because, you know, a lot of a lot of um connecting flights are in Dallas to begin with, because it's, you know, one of the one of the large hubs of, you know, traveling wise, air, airport wise. So I think that would be I don't know the logistics of, tra- you know, it, whether there's a convention center there or, you know, big enough, which I'm I would assume there would be. But I, you know, I, I think they also maybe need to look into. I don't know. They need to do something because I'm a little worried about Pack South, the future of, because it's it's so close to Pax East. It really is. Pax East. Yeah, Pax East is two months. I think so. Yeah, it's, I think it's early April, and this was you know last weekend of. You know, this was like the 28th through the 31st of January, so it's, yeah, it's about a little over two months, and it's right after... Oh, no. Oh, yeah. It's right after, end, like, end it's right after, like, Christmas as well, 
So, you know, if unless you've planned this out, you know, well in advance, it's not going to be easy for you to, to, to you know, to uh, expense wise, you know, because it's it's so close after Christmas. Yeah. But I, I don't know. It's hopefully hopefully next year there's a lot more. Maybe it's just these AAA developers didn't have anything to show. Maybe. Maybe. I'm hoping. Um, and it, it was also, I was also a little sad because there wasn't as many, there wasn't as many um, people there, like community wise. Like, I mean, our, our little, we, we only were able to do one podcast uh, while we were there, but there was maybe five, six people there. And last year there was like, we had like almost 15. That's, that's a little disappointing. And you know, the, the, we didn't, that wasn't even all the people that came in our community. You know, there was a lot more people last year than just the ones that were on that makeup podcast. So, um, I, I don't know. It's hopefully next year, more people come. We're, we're talking about, um, all chipping in to get this to get like a uh, it's like a suite at the the Hyatt that's right next to the convention center like that's mm-hmm. where Fadios and his friend Jeremy have been have stayed the last two times and we're thinking of getting the suite and because if we can get like what like if we can get like eight people in, in there it's like fifty bucks a night per person that's not bad at all yeah and it's like you know I think it's like three room suite or something like that with like a barn in the middle i don't know fadios was making it seem really nice and probably is really nice but and it's right there you know we'd all be right there easy to you know do a podcast if we have to we don't have to worry about going from one hotel to the other and all that stuff and we'd be right at the convention center so it would save a lot more time there as well so hopefully next year you know we can I'll plan that out, and I want to try to maybe get a get a panel if we can. That's that's gonna be kind of my goal is to try to get us a podcast community panel or something. You know, get a get a get a panel. All right. I think I think that would be cool. I mean, it's I mean it's yeah. not far fetched. I mean, I, I think. Sorry, Larry was was on stage this year, wasn't? Yeah, it? same as last year. It was the Navigator Game Awards panel. Which last year they only had like there was only like a dozen maybe you know twenty people max that ended up showing up through the whole time like it was not that popular um, this year there was a lot more people because they had the they had the they had that awards thing like um, at the end you know of the day like once the showroom floor was over with you know once everyone had to leave the showroom floor and it was just panels and parties and stuff like that um, mm-hmm. so there was. There was like 150 people there. It was pretty good. Um, but yeah, that the uh, the only thing I would say there is they n- needed to organize it a lot more because they kind of they kind of have a cool like method of like oh we're gonna vote like on the spot and you know if you want to vote for this game come up here and you know, stand in this section and stand in that section. And then, you know, they were like, oh, we're going to, you know, halfway through, they kind of switched the format of, oh, we're just going to, you know, have people yell for it. And Larry made a mistake because um, he was 
like was there was some category I can't remember. It's it'll be in the video because I took video of it. But um, he he heard he he said, oh, I heard it was The Witcher for this, and it was clearly something else. I mean, I don't think I had it. I don't think I, I don't think between the two I biased. I don't think that between the two I really had a dog in the show. You know. So I don't think I was biased when, as far as that goes, but I, you know, there it, we could clearly hear a lot louder. It was a lot louder, you know. I don't know if the camera would, you know, the camera and the audio would um, transfer that well to be able to hear. But I think Fadios even ended up saying something afterwards about it. And but yeah, I told I he 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 was he was mistaken. He was, and there was a lot of hate, <laughs> and there was a lot of hate, you know. Because and he was like, oh, that's just what I heard. That's you know, and I'm like, ah, you kind of heard wrong, <laughs> Larry. No offense. But... All right, Steve Harvey, gotcha. But yeah, and you can hear, you can see it in the video whenever that comes out. Um, it was I think broken down into what was it, twelve? Yeah, twelve minute, four twelve minute chunks. So it was about fifty minutes long, almost. So that's yeah, that's that's gonna be. That's gonna take some time, but uh, to upload and you know get all that out there. But I'm trying as quick as I can. Um, and let's see. As I'm talking right now, I just got codes for those two games I was talking about: the Excubador and oh, no. Upwards Lonely oh, Robot. So that's that's pretty funny. I just got an email. <laughs> Their ears were a buzzing. So. Anyways, um, what else? Uh, I guess that, that that's really about it. I mean, there's gonna be some extra videos out there, but you know, we the a lot of the stuff was just repeat stuff. Unfortunately, I mean, hopefully next year all okay. these games, because there are a lot of like I said, a lot of these games we talked about. They said they were coming out in the summer, so hopefully by next year, you know, there won't be a lot of repeats. Hopefully, but. Yeah, you know, you never yeah, know. you never know. They, there might be people. Oh, we're about, we're about to release the, you know, super edition of a new this update. game, or you know, they just want to make, they just want to get a booth, so they have a booth for, you know, the yeah. next time they need to really promote it, stuff like that. But yeah, it, it, Pack South was fun. Hopefully next year more people come, you know, more people in the community come, and well, I'm. What I failed to save this year is already going to next year, so I'm well on my way. Yeah, hope I'm I'm to, to be in there next year. Definitely hoping hoping that that works out. Um, uh, I guess do you got anything, Stuart? Anything else you want to talk about? Nope. I do have to say, um, real quick, I, it's kind of a sad note. I don't know if you heard what happened to Meef J. No. Unfortunately, his his son passed away during oh. the week during that weekend, and you know we were all saying we were so glad he didn't come out because that would have just been horrible. And if me, if you're listening, thoughts and prayers have been with you know, I, I've definitely kept you in my thoughts and prayers. You and your family. You, Did you want to say yeah, something, Stuart? That's, that's awful. I'm... Yeah. I mean, it, we we all know it. You know, there's been you know health issues for for a bit now, but it's just it, it was just yeah, it was I, awful. I was 
I was aware of the of there there were some health issues. Unfortunately for me, my like I couldn't really say anything like you know tweet him out or because like my, for some reason my phone just did not want to work with the showroom floor, which was very like it's understandable, but like Larry was able to you know use his and my you know we have like the mine either chooses T-Mobile or Sprint based on you know connection wise. And his was, Larry's was Sprint, so mine should have worked in theory, but for whatever reason, it just was not working. I could not do anything, but definitely, you know, thoughts and prayers go out to Meef J and his family, because that's, that's just horrible. Yeah. That's, it's just sad, but I hate to close the show on a sad note, but I just remember that, and I had to, had to bring that up, because, you know, Meef J is part of the community, and, you know, i play with him on the regular and you know he's he's another one who didn't show up this year and like like i was saying we were all just we were all talking to each other and we were so glad he didn't show up so anyways i guess that's it for this week's episode a little bit of a shorter show but you know not a lot of news but um you got anything else Stuart? i do not Alrighty. um This has been episode 247, and we will see you next time. Bye! Hey, you. Yeah, you, listening to this podcast. Hey, I want to thank you for taking your time out of your day to listen to William and Stuart here at Geeks for the Win. But if you like them and maybe want to hear a little something else as well, check out the Open Forum Radio Network. We have such podcasts as Open Forum Radio, The 40 Cast, Just Press Start, Tap the Craft, The Married Gamers, Gamer Husbands Radio. The OMG Hour, Gamers Unscripted, Lost Treasures of Gaming, Primetime, My Peanut Gallery, and many more. Hey again, I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to these fellas, but please remember to leave them an iTunes review or wherever you listen to this fine podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Stay open. Open for a radio. What community sounds like. Stay open.